Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Open Discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today we're going to be talking about Lightyear, the movie on Disney+. Plus. It just came out, as, a, as of this recording, it just came out this week. So if you haven't seen it, we are going to go into spoiler territory, so now is a good time to click away, go and check it, that movie out, and then come back and see what we have to say about it. But without further ado, let's go ahead and just jump right into this. So Lightyear, for me, was not something that I was also in, like, I would have necessarily plan on watching i still haven't actually seen toy story 4 um so i need to actually work on work on my order whoa, of things whoa, that i need whoa. to watch <laughs> yes yes I've, I've seen the main three i've seen the trilogy the main so, three. <laughs> uh so yeah but so for light year for me it wasn't necessarily something that i was you know trying to bend over backwards to see but the thing that kind of pulled me in I'm not going to lie, it's not even like Lightyear or the sci-fi space adventure or Pixar. It's Chris Evans. It's just Chris Evans. <laughs> I just I just wanted to hear that man. And when I hear Lightyear uh, speak, I just hear Chris Evans. <laughs> and But it's fine. And I remember when I, I asked myself, oh, why did they get Chris Evans and not um, Tim Allen, Tim Allen to, to play the role? And when you see it, it... In my mind, it makes sense. I don't know if it makes sense for the actor, uh, like if Tim Allen feels the same way or other people, but it makes sense to me because of the fact that if you think about the idea that this this show or move this movie is has its own actors that play these roles and stuff like that, the toys who have their own personalities and are essentially separate people wouldn't necessarily have the same voice as the actor that portrayed them in live action. Uh, or it's unclear if this movie is supposed to be a live action film or an animated film that Andy was watching. It's animated for us, but Andy lives in an animated world too, so it could have been live action for them. But basically, the fact is that this is a different character than the toy. And so that's what I was thinking. That's the reason why they probably didn't have like the same, they, why it makes sense why they wouldn't have the same voice. I mean, it's hard to say that because they literally pull stuff right out of the original Toy Story, like the in terms yeah, of yeah. lines. Yeah. So well, I do feel Star like command. <laughs> yeah, like there's quite a bit of lines that they actually just directly take from the original Toy Story movie, and so that mm -hmm. makes me feel like it is uh, the embodiment, like the toy is the embodiment of the character from the movie. So I would disagree that it's a different personality. I think that each individual toy has a different life because they're basically like clones and they have different life experiences. But like right. biologically, they would have the same voice. So, mm. but I mean, this this is kind of like a uh, like a whatever argument to me. I'm not really mm. like tied to it. And I don't necessarily disagree with the cast for Chris Evans um I think he would be a really good replacement for Tim Allen <laughs> but I right. think I think if they could have gotten Tim Allen that they should have just gotten Tim Allen to do it um okay. because it's such a beloved character from you know all these same movies and like all right. of a sudden it's a different guy um, and it's okay because I think Chris Evans did a really fantastic job, um, like capturing the character of Buzz and also 
keeping it close enough while making it his own to Tim Allen's performances. So mm-hmm. I I did not get upset by um, that change. However, if they ever did a Woody story and they didn't get Tom Hanks, I don't know. You'd, you'd riot. <laughs> I don't know if I could, like, you know, visually or, you know, sonically accept it. <laughs> yeah. No, I can that, understand that's, that. That's... Tom Hanks is too hard to replace, and I would say like it's not that easy to replace Tim Allen either. Um, but I mean, Chris Evans is Captain America, and mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear is Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> so I see it. Like I, I totally get it. Yeah. No, they're kind of like the same type of character, right? They're both kind of Boy Scouts so, and everything else like that. So it definitely is not like a bad casting choice. But one of the things that did surprise me about the movie is that because obviously there's two things. It's supposed to be a movie for us, but it's also a movie within a world. So the entire time it's set under the backdrop that this is a movie that Andy has seen, which is what gave rise to like these toys and these products for this character and is essentially Buzz's origin story. Um, so in their world, they probably got, like, a trilogy of these, like, films or spinoffs and all this other stuff. So, like, that's what I was always trying to think about in the back of my mind um, when watching it. And when thinking about that, that means that it has to be a movie that's aimed at a kid that would have been that would have been Andy's age in 1995, which would have been, like, what, eight or nine at the time? Um, more than likely, I think that's how old Andy was in those first movies. It's hard for me to remember. I just feel like Andy was around the same age as us back then. But so I was looking at it thinking like, okay, so this is supposed to be a movie in the world that's aimed at kids that are like young. But in the reality, this is a movie that is still kind of doing that, but also still is trying to appease to the, an audience that grew up watching Toy Story. Right. So the movie has this interesting balance. Like, Nobody, nobody dies in this film except for the villain. Um, all the villains, all the rest of the villains are all robots, so you can destroy them without any issue. But actually, I should be, let me correct my statement. It's not that no one dies, it's that only one person is killed. But people do die in this movie. Um, off screen, but a death is a death. And this movie does something where it, it tries to have this up moment. Which I like, I really, it's actually probably my favorite. I have two favorite sequences in this film. And one of those favorite, one of those favorite sequences is the montage of him going and doing the time travel again and again to try and get this, this right. And then coming back and seeing his friend being older and older and older. And then one time until one day he comes back and she's just not there. And like, it really reminded me of the opening of Up and seeing that montage of how these people are getting older together and how their life changes and then what ends up happening when one of them eventually is no longer there. And it's the one part of the movie that I felt the most, like, emotion um, because when you see that recording and she lifts out her finger and says, to infinity, and then he, like, refinishes it while touching the hologram, I was like, oh, man, that, that kind of broke my heart. But I really, I really, really love that sequence. Yeah, even like in the moment while I was watching it, I was aware that I was watching a, a montage. But I was like, this is how you do a montage. And this is like mm-hmm. a, a really good reason why you would use one. Um, and that, like you said, it was 
It was pretty emotional, and I was really sad that he had made that decision to keep going, knowing that he was going to essentially miss his life with her, um, or yeah. that he would miss basically her life, rather. Um, and it is kind of sad, but I think he also took joy in seeing her life grow. So they kind of made it endearing, you know, like he didn't squander away his time with her. Um, more so like trying to do the right thing for everyone instead of being selfish and, you know, just living out his life with everyone else without trying anymore. Yeah, and I think another thing that they do to make it not hurt as much is that they never make it seem like she's not supportive of his decision, right? Like, she says that she wants to get off the planet too. Like, it's also her goal where she says, hey, um, he's, go he's the one that's going to get us home. She tells that to her, her, her children and her grandchildren. And so the way the film frames it is that her desires and wants line in with his. So it's hard to, like, feel, you know, like a sense of anger or, you know, disdain towards him because you understand that they both want the same thing. It's just that she, he's the one that actually has to carry out the mission and she is the, su she is the support. And I love the fact that the, the movie doesn't make her hate him or anything else like that. But there is a moment where she says, I missed my friend, I missed you. And that's like the sad part about it. Like, yeah, he did kind of miss, you know, her life. But at the same time, he was there for certain pivotal moments, which I think is also pretty cool. So I do like the way, I think that aspect of the film is the strongest part of the film. And that kind of goal slash obsession that Buzz has is what his arc is um, framed as for the majority of the film, where by the end, it's about him overcoming that obsession to finish the mission. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think they really did do a good job building that relationship with each other uh, for him and her. It was, um, I guess you could say, the most important relationship in the movie, even though it's for a very short time, because it yeah. essentially drives him to push forward. Like, he, she is his number one motivator for continuing on. Um, mm. And it kind of gives him more of a, I guess, personality. But I, I don't like the way, like, the arc that they gave him, um, where mm. he doesn't like rookies and, you know, he can't work with other <laughs> or, people. Or or AI, by the way. Don't forget, yeah. he didn't like AI either. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't necessarily like that they gave him that arc, but, you know, he needs, every main character needs room to grow somewhere. Uh, I don't know if that was the best choice, but it's a okay it's a choice. fair choice, I suppose. Um, not necessarily the most creative uh, storyline, I guess you could say, or like plot. But uh, again, like you can have a very basic, simple plot, but when it's decorated and you know, padded with a lot of other good stuff, it doesn't really matter. Um, and I would agree that that is kind of what they did. Like, um, it's not the best Pixar movie that I've ever seen. Nope. Um, I would argue that the third Toy Story movie was 
um, miles better than this, but I had a good time watching it, uh, especially with the cat. Um, I think I the cat was cat. the best part, and I was like, oh, animal companion. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but I think the only reason why I like the cat so much is because it was pretty much R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. A little bias coming in there. I mean, (laughs) it was a cool cat. I mean, it was, it was making me laugh. Like the jokes in this movie were pretty good. I I was laughing a lot. Um, I was watching it alone, but my Mm -hmm. boyfriend could hear me and he was like, it sounded like you had a really good time. And I was like, I did. It was fun. Um, and you know, Pixar doesn't disappoint. It looked amazing. The story was solid. I didn't have any questions, like plot holes or anything like that. Um, at least nothing that like immediately stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was just overall a solid movie. Uh, be it, it's the fifth movie related to Toy Story. But then again, the first three Toy Stories were super solid. Like, each each one was, like, arguably better than the prior. Um, And it wasn't until the fourth one where it was like, okay, it's not as good as the third one. I think I'm over it. And I I think I kind of feel the same way about Lightyear. Yeah. So I feel like – so we we decided for our show – uh, which, by the way, if you guys want to check us out on Twitch, or you can check us out on twitch.tv slash films. That's where we do more discussions and talks like this, more than it was just what we record for our YouTube channel. But we decided that we were going to do three different um, films slash shows for our segments today. And out of the three things that we decided to watch, Lightyear, after watching everything, is the one that I like the least. And one of the things that I wanted to say was that I don't think Lightyear is a bad movie, but for me, Lightyear felt like a very middling movie. It felt like a very middle film to me. Like, not anything that was incredible, but also not anything that's, like, bad. It just, I just kind of had the feeling of, okay, that was cool. But, and a lot of that is, like, related to, some of it's just related to, like, what you were saying, like, the arc that they chose to give, choose to give him, the whole thing about getting over the rookies and stuff like that, like, all that kind of stuff that just kind of felt more basic. Um, but, like, some of the things that I liked were related to, like, the scene that I talked to you about. I also think that, oh, my gosh, the scene at the end of the movie where they're in the spaceship um, as it's starting to blow up and the camera's kind of, like, going with Buzz and they're also playing with sound. So you see, like, all the chaos as Buzz is sliding out and then right before he goes out, he puts his helmet on so he doesn't, like, die in space. And then when he's in space, the sound goes away. Like, that whole sequence to me, I was like, yo, this is great. And also just because, like, I forget the daughter's name, um, but um, Isla, or not Isla, it's like... Alicia. Yeah. Um... For her and her fear of space, like that, I've always been afraid of space. So when she's like, "Nope, not going to space," I'm like, "I'm with you, girl. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's stay our let's stay our butts right on the ground. We'll keep our brown butts right here." But you know, when she has to like jump out of the spaceship and like she's trying to get herself ready so that she can get across, and then the spaceship starts moving. In that moment, I was like, "What in the gravity is this?" I was I felt very very anxious the same way I did when I was watching Gravity. So I I like those sequences and I even like the the way they handled 
the time travel in this movie because the final villain, we already said spoiler alert, but the final villain is Buzz himself because this was a Buzz, this is the Buzz that came back and then had issues with the people wanting to arrest him and then lives out his life and then comes back in time. And because of what he does when he comes back in time, he himself, when he, come, when he returns from his trip, that same thing doesn't happen to him because he's already altered the timeline. That's cool. You don't normally see it from the perspective of the timeline that's getting all that's already been altered. You usually see it from the time the perspective of the person who's going back and altering the timeline. So I like the fact that that's how the movie handled it. Um, so there is a fair amount that I enjoyed in this movie, but I think at the end of the day, just for me, there were certain things that just were just okay to me and. I, I'm sorry, I understand, like, the movie is making a, a statement about mistakes and, you know, getting over your mistakes and moving forward, but that one guy that's played by Taika Waititi, I could not take him. He was, he was absolutely the worst. Like, most of the t- time when they had issues, it was because of him, and if it wasn't a kid's movie, I was like, you would actively be almost causing the deaths of your teammates. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's fair. I was gonna say I really like the casting for that. Oh. Um, yeah, and it was like immediate. It was like, whoa, they got um, Psycho like like TD. Like TD, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, his voice is very distinct. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I get it, but at the same time, it's a kids movie, so I didn't really you know, let it bother me. And I think mm-hmm. that they were also kind of leaning into the whole thing for Buzz's arc about, you know, um, working with rookies. Yeah. So I kind of get why they did that. Um, and also because it gives a source of conflict without having to have it be an actual villain or important person that, uh, you know, it's like, light humor kind of you know the stupid humor conflict kind of thing but Mm. i mean like you said it's it's a kid's movie the thing i thought that um was really cool though i mean i i was really excited by the way it looked just in general the animation Mm. was really good and i was really excited when i saw zerg because I was like, he, they really did a good job about making him look really cool. And I know, like, he was supposed to be a play on Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, like, I think he always was supposed to be. Uh, and I think in the second movie... Actually, I know in the second movie he says, I'm your father. So when they... When he was coming out of the suit, I was like, it better be his dad. But it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, but I he was, actually said dad when he, when he stepped out. Buzz did say, Dad? Yeah. Like, question mark? <laughs> so I feel like they acknowledged that, but at the same time, it's like, takes backsies. We actually need to just make it different for the sake of story. Like, it, it can't actually be his dad. So, um, yeah. so I get it because of the whole time travel thing and the whole conflict villain thing being his himself from a different timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish they could have made it a way for it to actually be his dad so that it could kind of stick to the original Toy Story, you know, <laughs> establishments that they already made. But, uh, yeah, like, whatever. I, I think mm-hmm. I got over, like, everything that you said. And then there's also this problem um, 
I just get over it. It's not really like a huge deal because at the end of the day, if you weren't factoring in the fact that we are watching it as adults or mm-hmm. um, that we as adults are remembering the old movies, I think it's solid. No, I think you're probably it's, right about it's, that. It's a it's a solid film. I wouldn't say it's like the best Pixar movie ever. Definitely not. Um, but it held up, and I think if you were putting it next to the success of the other Toy Story movies, um, they did. Uh, they met the minimum requirements <laughs> <laughs> for yes. a Toy Story film. <laughs> That no, that is true, and I mean, I always appreciate when uh, movies at least don't dumb it down too much for kids, though, because that's part of like the argument that people say about like Star Wars and why Star Wars is bad now, because you know they say Star Wars is for kids, and both you and I would be the first people to like argue them. Um, so like, I can always appreciate when a movie that's made for kids still is handled like a movie that needs to work as a movie, and like that's why I think you know this movie does do um but like you said i agree that i feel like it's kind of it meets the minimum requirements it doesn't necessarily soar like with like the challenging questions and things that are being asked or like the the challenging emotions that you feel in something like toy story 3 or even just you know the raw like search of identity that is being explored in toy story 1 like these are movies these are all movies that are kids movies but they still like have these kind of like themes and ideas that you know that can still teach kids something about life and get kids thinking in a little way but plus also challenging like adults in their own viewpoints and so yeah i think measured against the other toy story films that i've at least seen this would be on the bottom for me like it would be number four uh, in a top in a top four list and like i said i haven't seen toy story four so i'm not sure um and then yeah even as a pixar film i think that out of all the Pixar films I haven't seen, once again, I think that it would fall squarely in the middle, most likely, because I'm, I'm not, right now I'm having a hard time remembering all the Pixar films I don't like, but this movie probably falls in the middle to low middle. But as a movie by itself, with those other elements taken out of the equation, I think it's fine. I think I just can't night, not like a character played by Taika Waititi. <laughs> I think that's that's what it is. <laughs> that that's is fair. All. <laughs> oh goodness! Like, what's wrong with but, you, man? <laughs> right, Taika. <laughs> I'm sorry, Taika. <laughs> I'm sorry, Taika. You take your pen and you can go somewhere else. That's why they casted him. <laughs> right. <laughs> we need someone oh, that my. no one can can hate. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's just like Paul Rudd. When you want someone that everyone loves, just cast Paul Rudd. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's everything that I felt about the movie. Was there anything else that you kind of wanted to like bring up or say? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's it. It was it was pretty simple. There, I don't think I had very many notes for it. Um, just for the 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 sake of it being a fairly simple story. Do you think that they'll make a sequel to this? I hope not. <laughs> I don't think they need one. Yeah, I think if, I if there's gonna be another another Toy Story esque, you know, movie that they're gonna do like a spinoff for, I really hope that it's about Woody, 
And I yeah. really hope that they get Tom Hanks to do it. <laughs> For all those people in Hollywood that are listening to us. <laughs> yes, we have good ideas. Continue <laughs> listening to us. Um, but yeah, that's what we thought about Lightyear. Um, you know, we, we felt like it's a pretty decent film, but maybe not one of the best like films out of the Toy Story franchise. But still, solid. But what did you guys think about it? Like, did you like it? Did you think that it was, did you think that it worked? Did you miss Tim Allen? And was that the reason that you didn't like it as much? Do you love Taika Waititi just like Cheryl here and he can do no wrong? Whatever you thought about it, comment below, let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us like, share, subscribe. Even if you don't though, I have been Chris and this has been Cheryl and we'll see you all next time.